to another episode of Casey Van Etzen Sports Talk Podcast. My name is Casey Van Etzen. Uh, it's been a while um, since a last episode has been recorded and produced, but I am trying to bring it back. And uh, today I have a good friend of mine. I've known him for three, four years now, and um, I, we're just going to talk some sports. Uh, Brian Ramos from The Monitor, thanks for uh, joining us today. Casey, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here with you. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been a few fun years, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, knowing you being involved with uh, the Vipers and of course UTRGB Athletics, man. So uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to chopping it up with you here today. Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, let's just go into the basics, first of all. Uh, just talk about yourself, where you, where you come from, where you attended school, and what made you go into sports journalism? So I, I was born in Corpus, uh, spent the first year or so in Kingsville. Then I moved down here to Edinburgh, and this is where I've been for the last uh, about 32 years, man. Uh, and I went to high school here in the, in, in the RGV. I went to uh, Edinburgh High School here in Edinburgh uh, and I played for, I played football for Coach Bella, Coach Robert Bella, who of course Edinburgh Bella, uh, the newest high school in Edinburgh is named after. Yeah. And so that, that, that was a fun time. But um, yeah, and then I, uh, I went to school here, went to STC and then to, uh, I, I had a couple, a, a couple of uh, go rounds with uh, UTPA first and then UTRGV and, STC wedged in there in between so mm -hmm. my college journey took took me on a little bit of a different path but uh I, I got to where I wanted to be I fortunately I met some uh some good people there uh working uh with the student newspaper and of course being a student in those mass comm uh classes uh shout out to, to Greg Sober um he's one of the guys who definitely influenced me and helped uh guide me uh down this path and uh, really had a lot of influence and impact on me and uh, as a, a young uh, aspiring sports writer who has now been doing this for about uh, six to seven years. Uh, so yeah, it's, 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 been a, it's been a fun journey. And uh, yeah, sports, I've always kind of had a, a passion for it. Uh, my dad is a coach, his dad is a coach. And uh, yeah, so I, I come from a sports family. That's all I did growing up uh you know playing with friends basketball football uh didn't play too much baseball but um yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm a fan of it all and uh, so it, it's it's been cool to have be working with the monitor and rgv sports now for going on uh four years here uh entering the 2022 i guess athletic season which usually starts up in august so yeah man it, it, it's it's been a journey and uh uh, it's taken me to some cool places, so I'm, I'm glad to be here with you and be able to, to chop it up about some sports. Yeah, for sure. You talk about cool places. Now, when it comes to all the things you do with your job, traveling, meeting new people, writing, what are some of the best things about your job? Man, so I would say some, some of the best things about my job are, uh, I mean, First and foremost, there's nothing like when, like uh, being there to 
to share in the, in these athletes and coaches and teams and programs and it, it, to share these moments and and the 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 highs that they go through when it's uh, whether it's advancing a few rounds in the state playoffs in football or basketball or baseball. We've had some good teams go on some great runs. And then, of course, when they say UTRGD, for example, seeing the baseball team uh, win, win its first uh, uh, WAC championship and, and do some really good things on the baseball field. But being there and being able to tell those stories and see the uh, just the joy in the athletes' faces and in, in the coaches' faces and the fans, of course, at UTRGD, they got a lot of younger kids who go out there to the games and one of the coolest things is just seeing, uh, seeing those interactions and being able to share share those stories of, of uh, the people here and the, the athletes here in the Rio Grande Valley who have done some really great things as of late so that, that's kind of my favorite thing about it and of course it's, it's taken me to some cool places uh, but of course that that doesn't come without the athletes putting in hard work you know what I mean and yes, for sure. being successful and, and doing the proper things to, to get to that point so uh, yeah, that's that's one of the coolest things, man. Sh uh, being able to to be there in those moments, share those moments with them, uh, help help tell the story through the RGB Sports and the Monitor, uh, be it print, photo, video, whatever it may be, uh, to be there for the, the the roller coaster that is sports, whatever sport it may be. There's there's always ups and downs and whatever it's going to be. So uh, those those moments, man. That's what that's what I. I I guess I, I remember the most and I think the most fondly of uh, yeah, having those special moments and seeing people, teams, athletes do great things. Yeah, you talk about the roller coasters of uh, when it comes to sports. You talk about you talked about the best things. Now let's talk about uh, the most challenging part of your job. So yeah, so so I guess uh, the, the most challenging part in being here in, in, in the Rio Grande Valley is, and it, it's challenging, but it's, it's a challenge that, that we welcome and it, it's only getting even more challenging. But so for, and I'm uh, speaking to just high school sports, but uh, so for football seasons, just around the corner, about a month and a half away uh, from when we're recording this uh, in, in early August is when it starts up. Um, so we, we in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, Willis Star, Cameron and Hidalgo County, we have 51 high school football teams uh, from all the way from Star County to, to Willis and Cameron County mm -hmm. and 51 teams. And then, of course, those 51 schools also play other sports, basketball, baseball, softball, girls, basketball, soccer, track. And we got water polo just coming uh, coming up. Um, and then there's been this this influx of uh, these idea schools and, and these vanguard schools. Uh, which are, I mean, the more the merrier, right? But um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 tough be, being in the Rio Grande Valley and, and uh, not having as much manpower as we used to to be able to get out there and and cover all these sports. Because uh, in in all honesty, man, I mean, every kid deserves recognition. Every team deserves mm -hmm. recognition yeah. when they when they when they do great things. But it, it's it's just uh, it's it's impossible to do it on on a forty hour work week uh, to get out there. Uh, with the the manpower that we now have and you know what I mean tr truly pay uh, I guess uh, uh, pay respect to, to all the teams and getting out there and covering the 
the 1A schools, just like the 6A schools, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, that, that, that would, is what I would say would be the, the most challenging thing uh, about this job because, I mean, every kid, every athlete puts in the work and, and they deserve the recognition, but uh, it, it, it's, it, it's impossible to, to be everywhere. So, um, but it, it, it's fun to see. We, we always keep tabs on everybody, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, like for, for example, um, one of the coolest places that I've been covering high school sports here in the Rio Grande Valley is La Villa. And they're a small two-way school. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you wouldn't think uh, much of them when, uh, when you think, uh, they wouldn't be the first uh, school that pops up when you think of Friday night football or yeah. anything, but out in La Villa, uh, they they do it like no other man. The, the, their Friday night festivities with uh, the whole community out there. They do it right with the pregame, uh, with music, barbecue, all the festivities, everything uh, that comes with Friday night football. So they, they do it right in La, in La Villa. And it's it's been uh it's been re really cool to to get out there. To, so I, I definitely enjoy when I'm able to get out there to those smaller schools. Yeah, for sure. The smaller schools tend to make the biggest impact, I think. And so um, definitely going into, um, I mean, these past few years have been uh, very challenging for a lot of people, just um, when it comes to COVID and um, just the change of the sports world. Um, talk about how, uh how it's changed since you worked in this industry yeah so uh one one i mean it's a, a complete i guess uh 180 that we, we went through there you know what i mean uh, we, for, from being a sports reporter you're always on the sideline always uh in the coaches faces and in, in the athletes faces talking to them after games at, at practices when they're uh, breathing all hard and just finished running sprints after practice or whatever it may be. And then that quickly uh, turned to, uh, oh, uh, only doing uh, interviews via Zoom or, uh, you know what I mean? Of course, being messed up, which of course I supported. And you know what I mean? You, you got to, uh, you know, and play it as safe as possible because that, that's one thing that I never wanted to do uh, is jeopardize um, the p potentially getting an athlete or a coach sick. And all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Team X is wiped out for two weeks because of a, a, a silly reporter. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, th that that definitely threw a curveball, man. But it was in those in those two years. Of course, we were shut down for a while. But uh, so and of course, it, it being in, in in sports media, um, you're you're always looking for stories. So there there was a, a bit of time during that. Uh, I guess in 2020 when it first really kicked off. Um, where it, it was it was hard, you know what I mean, uh, to be be there and cover stories when there's really no stories going on. Mm -hmm. There's really no sports, so you have to really tell the personal side of, of these people of people and what they're going through. And uh, but yes, now luckily I think we've for the most part cr uh, crossed the bridge. I mean, of course everything's still going on, and we should still, of course, take every precaution uh, necessary and. Um, I'm not going to preach one way or the other about get, uh, getting vaccinated. That's a personal choice, but I mean, the, the, the end result should be everybody should want sports and everybody should want everything going on. So why wouldn't everybody do their, their part in, you know what I mean? Helping ensure that. So yeah, yeah it, it was a hurdle. And at one point sports, sports was in jeopardy and 
there were games being canceled, whether it was UTRGVF uh, games throughout the year, um, high school and every single sport in high school at the high school level mm-hmm. I received cancellations, you know what I mean, here and there. So there were definitely, uh, it was definitely some juggling to do and some audibles to call uh, during the sports season when things were really peaking. But uh, now, fortunately, it's cool to get back to a, a bit of normalcy and uh, get out there and see, of course, the stadium is full of people and and athletes, you know, and performing and, and taking it in like the way UTRG baseball uh, was able to do this year with, of course, their the, the big crowd and the record setting numbers that, that they had this year. So yeah. there's, there's nothing like it. Man. I'm, I'm grateful that that uh, we are here now. Yeah. Now let's talk about let's talk about something more emotional and um, something that is part of writing about sports is the breaking news uh, that happens out of a sudden or someone passing away. Um, one was the passing of former UCRGB men's basketball head coach Lou Hill. Uh, how do you deal with it in a professional level? and an emotional level? So, yeah, it's, it's a good question because obviously we're, we're all human and, and we all have emotions and we, we feel things. And of course, when it's these coaches and athletes and uh, what have you, you develop relationships with these people and, and you know them. And uh, for me and Coach Hill, man, I mean, uh, when, when he passed that, then that, that was a really tough, a tough ordeal and, and sad ordeal for uh, for of course his family and the UTRGB family, um, I, I, I was here uh, working for the UTRGB student paper uh, when Lou Hill was hired. I went for him on the first. I went to the first uh, coaches luncheon with the media and met him and his family and everything. And Coach Hill and I used to get our our, our hair our haircuts at the same barber shop here in Edinburgh, uh, and he he would take his son there as well. So. It, 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 it's hard to, you know, to when you know these people and you see them off the court and uh, not, you know what I mean? When, say, I know they don't punch the clock, but when, when they're clocked out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so you talk to these people and you see these people and develop relationships and say hi to them every time, whether it be in the capacity as, as a reporter or a journalist or being just a person uh, waiting to get your hair cut in the barbershop, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, there's been some good people, of course, Coach Al Ogletree uh, yeah. recently passed, and we've had some local high school legends recently passed, like Bobby Lackey from West Lago, um, just just uh, earlier this week, Coach Roy Garcia, who mm-hmm. uh, spent time in, in mission over 600 career wins as a high school basketball, boys basketball coach. And so it, it, it's it's tough, man. I mean, you, you have to do your job at, as a journalist, as a reporter to help uh, share, share their stories and, and then pay, pay the respects uh, because uh, a lot of these people, they impacted a lot of lives during their time in whatever profession it may have been. Um, so you, you, these people have a, such a, a lasting impact, uh, not just on the people they've coached, but the community and the fans and even me as a journalist and as a, you know what I mean? I was a student journalist when I met Coach Hill. I was mm-hmm. in college covering the yeah. basketball team. So yeah, it, it's 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 definitely in, interesting, but uh, you 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 try your best to separate the two. But uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I mean, when there's definitely tears shed, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. When when stuff like that like that happens, that's 
uh, so tragic and kind of unexpected. And there's, of course, the ones that you kind of do expect and you're able to kind of honor them in, in the proper way. But, man, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, that's, you can't take anything for granted, man. We're here for a short amount of time and uh, you, you got to uh, value every moment. Yeah, for sure. Now, let's talk about the Rio Grande Valley with big things happening all within six months. A lot has happened and has been announced. I'm just going to read a list of the following. Uh, UTRGB is set to bring FCS Division I football in 2025, as well women's swimming and diving in 2024. They also announced the $30 million investment in facility enhancements. The Rio Grande Valley Vipers won their fourth G League championship back in April. And UTRGB is scheduled to host both the WAC Volleyball Championships November 17th through the 19th at the UTRGB Fieldhouse. And 2023 WAC Women's, or sorry, the 2023 WAC Swimming and Diving Championships February 22nd to the 25th at the City of Far PSID and UTRGV Natatorium as well, the many things that has happened in high school sports as well. Yeah, I've been around this for a good time. What does this bring to the Rio Grande Valley as a whole? And what are some things that are that you're most looking forward to? And uh, the progress that, that the, the Valley has, has taken in, in these last few years, um, or several years. I mean, you got you got to give it up to. Uh, and speaking of UTRGV athletics, uh, you got to give it up to a former athletic director Chris King, and uh, of course the current athletic director uh, Chase, Chase Conk for everything that they've accomplished. Of course, Chris for setting us down this path, and Chase for taking the taking the ball and running with it, man. Because yeah. he's, he's definitely done that and scored a few touchdowns uh, during his time uh, leading this UTRGV athletic program. And so, yeah, to, to see the strides, man, uh, that UTRGV specifically has taken has been amazing. I live just a few minutes away from campus, the Edinburgh campus. Um, I'm an Edinburgh guy, graduated from UTRGV in uh, 2017. And, and I, I was also there when, back when it was in the Pan Am days. So mm-hmm. to see where it is now, like you said, on the verge of, uh, I mean, Division One football will be here in, in just a few years. Uh, we got the natatorium being built and you charge to be adding uh, swimming and diving. Uh, so that, that's, uh, that, that, that's really awesome to see the, the progress that the school has made and the investments that, uh, that they, they've been, that they've been able to, to take and, and do tremendous things with, because like you said, at the investing in the facilities is a, is a tremendous uh, move on, on the athletic, on the UTRGV athletics department's part. Uh, because I mean, yeah, you, you can bring football and that's nice and all, but what about everybody else? Well, everybody else doesn't have to worry because everybody else is being taken care of. You know what I mean? The way mm-hmm. division one tennis and soccer and track and crossing cross country athletes and locker rooms and facilities should be, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. in the progress of happening and, and that that's amazing to see. And, uh, and of course, I mean, I, I, everybody's excited about, uh, college football I mean you know what I mean to have that mm-hmm. down here in the Rio Grande Valley 
it used to be uh, a joke that, you know, that UTRGV or, or Pan Am was undefeated in, uh, in college football. Well, now here we are, you know what I mean? In a few years, that's going to become a reality of, of having a, a football, a division one football team here in the Rio Grande Valley. So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know what I mean? Where, where this goes, the, the, the steps that, that UTRGV is, is able to take in these next few years and got to give it up to, to, to Chase, uh, Chase Cog and, and Chris King for everything that they've done on, for setting UTRGV athletics down this path, man. It's been really awesome to see. So I, I'm, I'm always proud, of course, I'm, I'm a UTRGV alum, so I'm proud, you know what I mean, to, to see everything that they've done. And then of course, as a journalist and as a reporter, it's cool uh, to be able to cover things like this because this is really transformative, you know what I mean? All, all these things that are going on and everything that's the moves that have been happening uh, in, in recent years. So it's, it's, it's really cool for the Rio Grande Valley. And I, I hope the people of the Rio Grande Valley can, uh, you know what I mean? Can take notice of things like that and, and uh, re really give back to UTRGV athletics because they're out, out here delivering a great product for uh, the Rio Grande Valley and, and all of South Texas fans. So uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes. And then of course the Vipers success and, uh, has been amazing to watch. Who would have thought a G League team in the in the dang Rio Grande Valley would be, you know what I mean, one of the best uh, G League franchises to exist. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Th that, that that's really amazing. Then of course we got the Toros, and so this is I mean, this is these are really fun times to be here, uh, covering sports in the in, in the Rio Grande Valley and seeing the the moves and the progress that is being made in in. I mean, all across the board, really, in high school sports, we've had some really good athletes do really good things. So some teams get really far in recent years. Some individual athletes win state titles and things like that. So it's, it's, it's been fun to witness. And, of course, I, I just hope, uh, you know what I mean, it stays on this trajectory, man. I mean, people have been uh, working wonders there with um, the pro sports team, the college sport, the Division I uh, sports team here that we have in UTRGD and high school athletics, you know what I mean, all across the Valley. So it, it's been really cool to see that the progress that the Valley has made and start to get that recognition on a statewide and national level uh, as UTRGB has been doing in recent years. So it's it's a really fun times. Yes, for sure. Um, let's talk more about UTRGB and uh, the Western Athletic Conference. I mean, over the, I mean, I've been around UTRGB the last, three, four years already, and I've seen the Western Athletic Conference um, go from majority of it uh, in the Western um, Coast with it being California Baptist and um, Seattle U, and those teams are still there. But, like, there was a lot of teams where it would take UTRGV um, numerous hours to travel to and um, just stay overnight and uh, come back the next morning and then get ready for a Saturday game. And then um, now the Western Athletic Conference is majority in Texas with um, three schools coming in, uh, two of them being Incarnate Word in San Antonio and uh, UT Arlington. Um, and there's other teams like Tarleton State, 
um, Abilene Christian, where where it allows UTRGV um, to still spend a good amount of time on the road, but not as much as like saying traveling to California, traveling to Chicago. Um, just talk about the Western Athletic Conference and how it how you have looked at it over the years. Yeah, so it's been an interesting, I guess, uh, uh, journey to see TRGV in the WAC. And of course, that the WAC is taken because, uh, I mean, the first word is Western, uh, Western Athletic Conference. So you think uh, of all those uh, West Coast schools and every, every team like that. And of course, we got uh, Chicago State there in, in the mix, uh, who has been in the mix. And But uh, it, I mean, it, it's been interesting to see how this the influx of Texas schools and, and getting them in there and of course uh being able to have uh whack football you know what I mean is is going to be mm-hmm. a journey in and of itself so it, it's it's been really cool to see I guess the progress that, that the whack has made and now in the college sports landscape I mean things are constantly changing you know what I mean it seems every year there if it's not one team it's another if it's not this league it's that one and uh you know what I mean teams are moving and, and making uh Make, making moves, I guess, that, that uh, these programs feel are in the best, uh, in their best interest. So UTRGV with these Texas schools, that's always fun to see because, I mean, that, that's where, in, in my opinion, so the one, another one of the coolest things in, in my job is seeing athletes go from uh, freshman in high school on varsity to yeah. graduating high school. And now all of a sudden they're playing college sports here. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times that's somewhere in Texas. Of course, people go out of state for uh, a lot of times for different schools and uh, whether it be division one, two or three or JUCO, but there's a lot of uh, former Rio Grande Valley high school standouts at these programs in Texas. Uh, so with the WAC playing these schools and UTRGV playing these schools specifically, that's a really cool aspect of it in, in, in my opinion, because uh, there's, there's players at, at all these schools who now they get to take a trip home to Edinburgh and, and to the Rio Grande Valley to play UTRGV, whether it be in soccer or volleyball or basketball or baseball. And soon we'll, we'll have football added to that list. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, 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 it's, it's been really cool to see the WAC grow, man. How, how are you feeling about, uh, about having football and, of course, football here at UTRGV? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, when I came back, uh, I went to uh, Oklahoma for a year. And seeing football there for the first time, um, that was my first, like, college football experience. And, um, of course, University of Oklahoma football is going to look a lot different than UTRGV football. But when I came back and when they announced that they were going to vote on – having a college football team, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is actually happening. Like, uh, there was a lot of thoughts of, like, man, I might want to stay around the Rio Grande Valley a bit longer just to see it, see college football happen. And um, now I work for the uh, athletic department and helping out uh, helping chase out with, um, different things and 
helping John Evans, who is the director of facilities and event operations. Like those are things that they are doing that they're um, teaching me about when it comes to starting a division one uh, football program. And uh, I think it's amazing to have that opportunity to not only uh, view it as a Valley native, but as a uh, employee, a staff member um, with UTRGB. And so I'm very excited. I know, um, I mean, look at Sam Houston State. A couple of years ago, they, uh, they're they moving to FBS now. Um, but a couple of years ago, they won the FCS Division I uh, National Championship. And uh, they were in the Western Athletic Conference. And um, now, I mean, to see them win it gives me the hope of one day uh, looking at UTRGV and possibly uh, winning a national championship uh, in the FCS level. And so, um, and possibly one day moving on up to the FBS level, like Sam Houston State and uh, play teams like Texas and um, other, uh, other elite schools um, for uh, FBS experience. And so there's a lot that's going to happen in these next few years, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely exciting times, man. I mean, you have football here in the Rio Grande Valley. Like you said, Sam Houston kind of has a good model. So it'll be interesting to see what Division One football looks like here in the Rio Grande Valley. And we'll find out here in the next few years. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Awesome. Well, um, that's all I have for today. Um, Brian, I really appreciate your time and um, it's always great talking with you and uh, talking sports with you and just catching up. And uh, I, like I said, I really appreciate your time. Oh, Casey, well, th thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, anytime, man, uh, I'm, I'm always down to chop it up sports, uh, chop up and, and talk sports with you, man. So, uh, yeah, man, I look forward to, to seeing you out there. I know it's a summer. So uh, we, we, we don't really see, see each other too much in the summer. But, I mean, once August rolls around, I know we'll be uh, seeing each other in person and, and uh, getting out there. And so I, I look forward to that once uh, August rolls around, man. So thank you again for having me on, Casey. It, it's been a fun time, and I really appreciate it. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. For those that are listening, you can always check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on Spotify and uh give us a like and subscribe uh like i said thank you again brian for your time and uh this is casey bennett and signing out <laughs>